Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us about your wild conspiracy. It's on. It's now. It's here. The Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890, 94.9, KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Welcome to the program. I'm Andy Griffin. Thanks for tuning in today on this glorious Tuesday morning. Sun is out. It's a little bit cold out there, but it's uh, it's going to be a beautiful day. And uh, rumor has it we're headed for the 60s on Thursday and Friday. you got to love that. Uh, I'm Andy again, and uh, today I have guest in studio with me, McCray Hepler is here. McCray is with Eagle Gate Title Insurance Company. I don't know the full title. I don't know. What, what's the, do you have a title there? Are you the president and so you the managed I, guy, whatever <laughs> guy? I don't know. I'm just the whatever it takes. I'm the whatever it takes guy. You're the guy that gets things done. So I, I just, whatever I like it that. takes, I, like uh, I get it done. So, but it's Eagle Gate Title for Eagle short. For short is, yeah, but Eagle Gate Title, Eagle Gate title Insurance, the Insurance Agency Inc. is the full. <laughs> that's, a mouth, that's a mouthful, McCray. It is. So we'll just call it Eagle Gate. How about that? There you go. Uh, anyway, thanks for coming on today. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I actually got to know McCray 13 or 14 years ago when he was an athlete at Dixie High School. Uh, and I've, right. been, I've been doing ball games here in town for nearly 30 years now, but uh, you, you don't forget a guy with great hair like McCray, plus the name McCray <laughs> Hepler, pretty original. Uh, I have to ask you before we get going, Johnny Hepler, police officer in town, is that yeah. brother of yours? It's my second cousin. Oh, second cousin. So, okay. Yeah, we're yeah. cousins. And uh, yeah, growing up, my, so my dad taught at Dixie, in, Dixie High, Dixie Middle, and Snow Canyon Middle. Okay. Johnny's dad uh taught at the university oh wow and so that was my uncle so growing up and still today everyone knows either johnny my dad or my uncle okay and that is really what kept me in line as a kid <laughs> i have to say <laughs> somebody's like, gonna know me and yeah. my dad especially was around you know he uh-huh. was he was growing up he was my coach he was you know everything uh-huh. and so that kept me in line because uh, everyone knew him and i couldn't get away with it and then yeah. even now today i I sometimes get pulled over and I, I pull jokes that Johnny's my cousin. It doesn't really go anywhere, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, yeah. love Johnny. Yeah. Great I, guy. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can, yeah, I, I can see that. That's good though. Being, being known in town, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, tell us what you've been doing the last dozen years or, or so since your high school glory days. Yeah. So I, uh, I went on a mission, came home. Where'd you I, go? I did. I went to Mexico. Okay. Uh, Came so home how, and how's your Spanish, by the way? It's good. Yeah, still okay. hablo español. No, I, I very little, un poquito. I, I get to do closings uh, sometimes oh, in, yeah. in Spanish, cool. which is cool. And well, my, uh, my daughter, by the way, just got called to serve a mission in Chile. Oh, I saw so, that actually. I yeah, saw that on Facebook. Pretty, pretty that about that is amazing. Chile was on my was on my radar. I wanted somewhere Spanish speaking, cool. and because I I wanted to use it, you know, for my for my life, and I. Yeah. thought that would be cool and it's cool because yeah i get i get referred a lot of spanish closing um deals because i do speak spanish so yeah and, um, and they don't tease you about your accent or anything uh no 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 okay. actually some of them i still get like oh they're like that's impressive very good and i'm like <laughs> sweet that's good to know <laughs> good to hear uh my brother went to japan by the way and now this is 40 years ago and but uh he says his japanese is very rusty and he he tries to talk to Jap- japanese to people and they're complimentary yeah you do a pretty good job but he says he can kind of tell that he's not quite yeah. as sharp as he used to no, be. no i'm i'm nowhere near as sharp uh but <laughs> i still get to 
stay up on it and enough. That's cool. So very cool. And then from there, I came back. I enrolled at Dixie State, and I ended up going and s- selling door to door for a couple years. Uh-huh. Uh, Vivint. I did the home home automation, and that's what really got me into the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. uh, kind of sales. You know, uh, determine your own income, determine your own your own you know uh, path. And so I, I did that with the thought of starting a business here. Mm-hmm. I invested in a local gym here with a, with a friend uh, that got me around here more. And then two years later, um, or actually a year and a half later, I had the opportunity to help my mom start Eagle Gate. Okay. She's been in the title business since before I was born. Cool. And she's the best at what she does. And, and I knew that I could uh, sell and market that. And so we partnered up in 2015 and for the last six years, that has been the, what I've been 99.9% focused on working with mom, huh? That's pretty cool. And as far as career wise, I'm married, I'm having a a baby here in the next three weeks. Really? Congratulations. Uh, Up to this point, we've just had two dogs. Uh, we've been married for since 2017. So, um, my wife Shan, our two dogs, and now we get to introduce a baby to the world. And you, so, you, did you say you're excited? Know, it's a boy. It's a girl. Oh, it is a girl. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a name picked out, or you don't have to tell me? We've got a few, but nothing, nothing concrete. See, I always believe I, I, I know these couples. They pick a name out before the baby is born. And yeah. I've always believed you need to see that baby before I think you that's really what, give it a name. I think that's what's going to happen. I think we've we've got one that I think we're ninety eight percent there, mm-hmm. but. Uh, there's a few, and I think that we. I think it'll be one of those that we need to see it, the baby. Yeah. So no, that's that's a good idea. Good I've idea. had friends that did that, and then like a month or two later, they they changed it because oh, really? they, yeah. <laughs> they had illegally pay to get it changed. And all yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I don't. I think within the first month or two, I don't know that you even. I'm not sure how it works. I'm just gonna start learning this. Yeah. So My, I'm excited though. That's going to be awesome. My last baby just moved out uh, a few weeks ago, so I'm 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 the other end of things. I had five kids, and, and uh, number five just moved out to go to college, and uh, it's kind of a weird deal, man. It happens so fast. Uh, one of the things I, I always tell young parents is, it's hard when they're young. It's really hard, but it's harder when they grow up and move away because you have zero control anymore. They just do stuff, and you're like, oh, why did you do that? You're so, but you can't tell them that. <laughs> Yeah. No, you, you can think it, but you can't say it out loud. When they're when they're young, you can say, "Hey, don't do that," you know. But yeah, so for sure, yeah. But uh, enjoy it. Uh, parenthood is is awesome. I don't regret a minute of it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited, and I'm I'm turning 32 this month. So a lot of my friends have been having kids for years, and yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's finally my time. We so. we, we kind of waited a little bit uh, too. Uh, so. People my age have grandkids that are graduating high school. Uh, uh, I have a year and a half grand grandbabies, two two grand twin grandbabies. So oh, I'm, cool. I'm way behind people my age, but I'm I'm glad too. I, no rush, right? No rush. Uh, we're talking with McCray Hepler. Uh, McCray, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show. Number one, we have a, a past. I love you know looking at kind of reminiscing about the about the old days, but also uh, you know I feel like you've done a good job of kind of keeping your finger on the pulse of growth and what's happening here in St. George in the housing and and commercial markets. Uh, is that something that you set out to do to kind of become an expert on that kind of stuff? Yeah. So not not 
to the extent that it's become today. Yeah. Uh, but when I started the business, uh, it's the real estate, the real estate market. Well, so for title companies, for example, our business is 100% referred and mm-hmm. it's referred by real estate agents, builders, developers, so we don't look you lenders. Up in the phone book or the internet. It doesn't, no, doesn't work it's, that way. It doesn't work that way. You just as a buyer or seller or you know re, if you're refinancing, you're you're being referred by your lender or your realtor or your builder. And so I knew that I had to make friends with those with those um, individuals. And so when we started the business, I wanted to Honestly, I wanted a newsletter mm-hmm. that I could drip on people once a month. Uh, but I didn't. I I didn't like newsletters. I didn't like the uh, any newsletter I ever got. For the most part, I was just one that I would see and delete. And yeah. I didn't want to do that. So I kind of mulled on it for a couple months, mm-hmm. and and I knew it was something that I should do. Uh, and but I didn't. I like I said, I just didn't want it to be just another newsletter. Yeah, that somebody and, was gonna yeah hit delete. And at the yeah. time, I was all over town at different brokerages, just trying to meet, trying to meet people in the business. And as I would go around town in 2015 and 16, that's when commercial really started coming back here. We didn't really have any new commercial from 2008 to 2015. Really. There wasn't much, and if you look at like because of the slump of the economy, and, yeah, and other yeah. other factors too, yeah, especially new construction. You know, there was new maybe new restaurants and uh, here and there and and some things, but as far as like new construction, commercial, it was it was wasn't much. Mm-hmm. And in 2015, 16 was when you started to see a lot more dirt moving. So as I'm all over town, I would see all these things popping up. And me being from here and loving the growth and loving all the new stuff, yeah. I was just like, oh, I wonder what's going on there. And so I would just start to connect. Hmm. And then I would go into these brokerages and I would be like, hey, did you guys see that happening down like down the street? Yeah. And one of them, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, you should put this all into a dialogue. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's the newsletter idea. So I just was like, I'm just going to start this. I might run out of content one day. But I'm just, this is what I'm going to do. So I just started putting it into a newsletter of all the happenings commercial-wise in St. George, in southern Utah, in Washington County. And that was, like I said, 2016. And I just consistently did that for a month or for every, once a month, every month. And I still do it to this day. Yeah. Uh, but in 2018, I think it was, is when I found out about drones. And I was like, huh, maybe I can now take segments of my newsletter and do videos and that's really where it's it's uh become a lot more of a thing you know i i try to do a a, a, i try to do a video every week Mm -hmm. most of the time it ends up being every one to two weeks but um that's where it's Help me really to connect with people both in the real estate community because, like I said, we're 100% referred. And so it's about who you know. It's about who you're friends with. Right. But then also in the local business community, it's also helped me, to, helped me to connect because I'm meeting all these people and really just trying to be a connector. You know, I, I can't remember who it was, too, when I first started my career. They just said, if you take care of people and you try to help others in any way you can – uh, you will be successful. Yeah, and it's true. And connecting I, people is one of the biggest things that you can do. Networking. So I, I was going to say, you know, your concept of what what you were you're doing isn't exactly what 
Eagle Gate needed as far as on the no, surface. Right. But what you're doing has enabled it so that you could be successful because of what you just said. People notice, people say, Hey, you know what? That McCray guy's a pretty sharp guy and he's, he's got his eye on things and he knows what's happening. And, and all of a sudden, you know, your company and your name become more and more valuable. And, and that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So. And so that's really like, cause people sometimes still ask me, they're like, so how does this help your Eagle Gate? And, right. And in a way, that's that's the cool thing about it is it's title insurance. No one knows what it is for the most part. And the everyone knows, oh, I'm going to close on my house. But they don't know that they're going to close at a title company. Right. And there's very few ways that we can even advertise anyway. And so that's why it's it's kind of a – it's just – it's been awesome because it's an exciting platform that I can, you know, talk yeah. about everything going on. Uh, and it also, like I said, helps me connect to the right people. And I'm also into real estate investing. I want to, you know, in development and whatnot. And really, it's helped me just to connect with people that honestly, I never would, I dreamed of, of connecting with, right? You know, when I first the first couple of years starting, I dreamed of even just having conversations with some of these people that are doing massive, massive things here. And now it happens a lot, and it's I'm truly grateful for it. It's fun. Did Did you think five, seven, ten years ago that you would be getting Rise Awards and that you would be sitting on pan- <laughs> panels in in front of community leaders and stuff like that? I mean, it's, it's no, it's kind of trippy. Huh? No, and it's still surreal to me. I still just I I I super grateful for it all, yeah. and I just I owe it to the you know the team that we have at Eagle Gate is what keeps the transactions you know keeps keeps the wheel moving there and it's what allows me to continue to do what i'm doing yeah. uh in and and really i just love st george i love southern utah i was born just on the other side of this hill yeah, I, that's awesome um uh, it's about a 45 second 1 minute drive to my house and <laughs> And I just love you everything about one of McGarry's neighbors. Huh? Yeah, right, right across McGarry. the street, yeah, right across okay. the street from Mike. So, uh, so yes, I just I love this place. I love helping others, and it, I the awards and the the different things. I just I don't know how to take that really, yeah. uh, just because I don't know. I I have a hard time sometimes taking recognition, but it is it is fun. And, and I, I enjoy it. And really, the coolest thing, I tell people this all the time, COVID really changed the way that people obviously look at what they do for work and where they live. Yeah. And the coolest thing about it is that it's allowing people to move back here, whether they're moving back here uh, to work remote or they're moving back here because there's real job opportunities that are continuing to come here. And the, on the near term I'm seeing a lot of friends come back here and which is really, really cool because a lot of my friends growing up had to move away because yeah, go make your fortune you, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You had, you had to, unless you were in a, you know, a, a few specific niches here. Yeah. And so a lot of them are coming back or showing interest in coming back. But then I think about 20 years down the road when my kids have, you know, have to make that decision sure. and I want them to stay here. Yeah. And so, uh, that's really the driving force behind it all is cre- helping create a business community here that can be s- sustaining 
through ups and downs and to provide real job opportunities so, to people that outside of just real estate construction and hospitality. So I, I guess that that leads right into my number one question. Are we there? Are we getting there? Are we going to be there fairly soon? What do you think? Yeah, it's definitely happening. Okay. It's happening more than, than I think is even what is in the public view. Mm-hmm. Uh, people hear about Tech Ridge and they hear about, uh, you know, these different projects like Black Desert and some of the housing developments like Desert Color. Yeah. But so you hear that surface level stuff, but really the, the inner workings, you know, between the connection with Silicon Slopes up north, uh, the, the tech community in Southern California, the industrial attraction that we're getting yeah. at places like uh, Fort Pierce Industrial, yeah. you know, there are a lot of things on the way. Now, you never, who knows what's going to happen in the world. Right. And like, you know, uh, Brandon was on earlier uh, talking about uh, rates and inflation and everything, you know, sure. but on a local level, uh, there is a lot in the works and it's still not, you know, it's still, we're not there. I'm not going to say we're there, but we are headed that direction. And there are more and more job opportunities locally coming here paired with a lot of people that are able to be here and work remote. And I think that, um, with the internet, it's, it, you know, opportunities really are endless game changers for sure. Uh, and know, so the, for the longest time, the number one industry in Washington County was agriculture and then construction took over and that's been the number one industry for a while now. Yeah. Uh, but, but agriculture is, if I, you know, that's not necessarily the best climate for that anyway. Construction, it's going to burn out eventually. So you have to tra- trans, uh, transition into, you know, something else. Uh, I think that, you know, as, as I watch some of your videos and, and some of the stuff that you write, I think, you know, he knows this and he understands that the next thing is the next thing then is it tech? Is it, is that what's going to, going to drive St. George into the future? Well, so that's, and yes, that's an interesting question because, uh, Tech in general, whether it's, you know, we have, we have all kinds of tech here and tech is what drives this world now, right? Sure. It's not just the software tech though. It's, uh, we've got, we do have software tech companies like up on Tech Ridge. That's, you know, Zonos Invasion and Busy Busy mm-hmm. are the leading forces up there and it's all, it's software. But then you have what's happening at the, at the, hospital which is the biotech with right. the heredogene uh incredible program they're doing at the cancer building yeah that had, is world renowned yeah we had one of the guys on on this program talking did you about that. was it yeah, gary was it, uh, or lincoln i don't remember his name i'm sorry i'm getting old no worries <laughs> great guys it's unbelievable that they're doing that here in st george so you've yeah. got that biotech uh realm with yeah. ihc and then you've got uh, people like Ram and Intergalactic, which are aerospace uh, tech. Yeah, it's still tech, even and though they're manufacturing yes, a little bit. It's, it's still tech, right? And and you have you know Intergalactic that's building cooling systems now for you know the biggest aerospace companies in the world. Yeah. And Ram's been 
connected to that world for a long time, and no one really understands. No one, the the majority of Southern Utah has no idea right. what we have here in Ram. Yeah, what, what do you make Ram? Uh, Ram trucks? No, yeah. no, it's not Ram trucks. Right, exactly, <laughs> and which is so cool. And then you have so you've got that realm of tech, and then you have out on in industrial Fort Pierce Industrial some of the tech that's going on out there in the manufacturing and in some of those bigger you know, bigger companies, there is a lot of different uh, types of tech that are happening here. Hmm. And so that's the cool thing because people, people think of tech as, you know, software. And software is a huge, huge industry. And I think that's one of the, one thing that kids uh, really, uh, they really are attracted to, you know, and... Yeah, if you get to play with an iPad but, all day long, yes. you, that, that sounds like a good job. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's why I have such confidence in Southern Utah because not only are we are we continuing to get companies, because then we, all, we have all these companies that I've mentioned and some, and then we have a growing, uh, a growing startup community. And that's, that's also all different kinds of tech. We've got Innovation Plaza, the Atwood Innovation Plaza at the university mm-hmm. that's pumping out patents and companies like you wouldn't believe. Right. And, you know, it's, and so, and then you have the school districts and you've got, uh, you've got programs linked to Innovation Plaza that are teaching kids how to code when they're like six years old. Wow. And so you have this, that's what's so amazing is you have this, from kindergarten pretty much all the way through the university, especially with the university going the direction of the STEM, you know, the tech route there, you have, you have K through university. And now we're starting to see, uh, more and more companies that kids can get placed into here. And I think that's, that's, that's the recipe for success. Yeah, um, yeah, get them early. It, it's kind of like uh, using a sports analogy. If you've got a program, say a basketball program, and they're running the same stuff from fifth grade up, when they get to high school, there, yeah. there's, there's no surprises because they've been running the same stuff. It's kind of like that with, with the tech industry. If you get exactly. these kids on it early, yeah. it's, it's not a surprise. It's super thing. valuable. And, yeah. and, then you, and so that's where I just – and that's why it's really important that we continue to support responsible growth. Yeah. You know, I understand I'm from here. There are certain aspects of it that are sometimes frustrating. Yeah. You know, us locals, some of the prices for housing have gotten crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, the traffic isn't always ideal. But in the grand scheme of things, it's still it's still relative. It's responsible. I've, I feel like it's been responsible growth. And if we don't responsibly grow, that's where we will have issues. Uh, word of warning, folks. Like bigger issues if yeah. if we don't responsibly grow, and I think if you're growing, if you're not growing, you're dying is my is one of my mindsets, and so that's where I feel like we have to support some of these people that are doing amazing things, yeah. bringing bringing opportunity here. We have to keep uh, we have to keep supporting them because if we don't, then we're gonna have kids that these brilliant kids. They always say that our biggest exports are our kids here, and that's one of the things that I want that I really want to try and, and influence as much as I can to make that not a thing. Keep to make here. to keep them here, yeah. and so that's why we have all these things happening through the school district and the university. But if we create even more brilliant kids that graduate, and there's nothing for them to 
stay here and get into, they'll leave. then they'll leave. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we have to continue supporting uh, some of these big, big developments and big, you know, companies that are, that are helping bring more attraction to St. George, because that's how we are going to help kids stay here and be able to afford to live here. I've got to get a weather break in. Are you okay to stay a little longer? Yeah. You're good to stay? All right. We're talking with McRae Hepler today. He has his finger on the pulse of St. George. Right now, let's check weather. We're interactive on The Andy Griffin Show. Call in in at 673-5890 or text in at 435-467-5842. Let your voice be heard on The Andy Griffin Show. Welcome back. I'm Andy. Thanks for tuning in today. If you want to call and ask McCray a question about, well, about the future of St. George, about new businesses you want to come in, new businesses you heard are coming in, or anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. 673-5890 is the phone number. You can text me. It looks like I got a couple of texts. Here. We'll get to those in just a minute. But, yeah, McCray Hepler has become uh, – almost by accident, kind of the expert on, on uh, new stuff in St. George. Uh, McCray, I was telling you the story uh, off off the air a minute ago, but I'll, I'll tell it again, uh, and I've told it before on this show. I have a friend who, uh, he, and I don't want to give away his idea. He has an idea to manufacture something that he thinks will be uh, popular nationwide. Uh, he lives here, uh, owns a different business, but he started this business, in, and he was looking for somewhere where he could put his plan into place. Uh, for a while, he rented the portion of someone else's warehouse because he couldn't find anything. And he outgrew that very quickly, uh, still couldn't find anything, ended up having to rent a warehouse, a space in Cedar City. And he actually commutes to Cedar every day because of the tightness, the popularity, uh, the problem trying to find something here in St. George. Is that really common? Because it seems like that's a, that's a problem right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. And it's the demand, you know, it's the same thing with housing Mm -hmm. where housing has, has come back to reality a little bit. You know, we're not seeing the 50, 60, 70,000 over asking that we were seeing. And and (laughs) that was crazy for a while. Things are still going fast, but you're not getting 30 offers on every house. And, but, but with, it's harder with commercial because they don't, you know, commercial doesn't move as, as quicker as much obviously as as residential sure and the backlog of and it's covid i i I hate talking about it but it's the reality that a lot of things it's uh it's just it's it's harder to get things done now because of even just and i remember talking to somebody about this when covid hit and we had the shutdown and everything and how even a month of everything kind of stopping mm-hmm. would turn in would would turn into this would turn into backlogs and would turn into uh, just what we're experiencing and so and then you you couple that with the demand and everybody wanting an office here or everybody wanting in warehouse those are the two big ones you know we don't yeah. have the office space is super rare and the industrial is super rare and so I think the Again, what I'm going to say is the the need to support these people that are building the new stuff because uh, the, that's what's going to help give us more inventory, 
which will help with the demand because, you know, some, somebody in an existing warehouse, so even if you can't or don't want to go build something and you just want something that's just there already, right. someone in that position may look at a new building and say, oh, I want to be in a new building, and that helps that that helps create more. Sure. Now, it's still tough, but there are there are a number of projects, like for example, an industrial in warehouse out in Fort Pierce and out at uh, I can't remember the one in Hurricanes called Gateway, I think it's called. There's stuff off Washington Dam Road that is being built out and uh, I guess in that situation you just have to know the right people because they're but again, knowing that the demand is is crazy high. Same with office space. That's one of the big things about Tech Ridge is they're going to have a million square feet of office space up there, and this year there should go into into construction. There should go about I think it's going to be about two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand uh, square feet of office, wow. which is a quarter of the current office space that we have in Saint George. In the whole, in the whole city. In the whole city. Yeah. Wow. I, Somewhere around there. Don't quote me on that, but it's somewhere in that realm. Uh-huh. And so it, I think that we will see a lot of progress this year uh-huh. uh, in regards to some of these projects that are in the works. Uh, I mentioned Fort Pierce earlier. They've got their newest phase that I know has big plans for more industrial. Uh, there's Washington Dam Road. There's a few different uh, yeah. uh, places in there that are starting to build up Tech Ridge. So it's frustrating, but I think you just have to really be connected to the right people to to know when stuff comes available. Because really, when it comes to office and in warehouse, especially, those two are going very very fast. I got a couple of texts here. People want to know. Uh, one of them was, uh, "What was the mo- biggest thing that surprised you uh, as far as uh, new businesses coming in, or?" Or, or the, maybe the thing that you're most excited about, and the other one was, uh, uh, you know, what what kind of retail can we expect in the near future? People are always asking about Trader Joe's and I know. places like that. <laughs> but uh, what, what, do, do you have any inside information? Do you know anything about? The, and again, the, that first question: what, what was surprising to you? So, the surprise has actually been I, restaurants. I've been pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. at the number of new restaurants that we've we've gotten here, especially the local ones. We've we have or not maybe not well, I guess they're local. They're they're not chain. Right. And I've been pleasantly surprised at the number. I I just went and cleared so my newsletter that I talk about, what I have is I have everything I have a section that's everything under construction or in the works right now. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a section below that that is the, the last fiscal year, new businesses that opened, and so every at the end of every year, I transfer all the, a lot of the info into that bottom section. So I went through uh, and I was listing out all the all the restaurants that opened in 2021. I can't remember the number, but it was it was a huge amount, and like, like 50. I think or? it was around there, yeah, like 40 something, so, somewhere around there, and so I was pleasantly surprised by that. I. You know, the, the retail itself with, uh, I'm not shocked really by any of it. Uh, the e-commerce was already impacting the sure. local retail, and that's going to continue. Uh, and I think that what we're going to see, 
I don't expect a Trader Joe's or a Cheesecake Factory anytime soon. I will say that. And somebody told me the reason for that is they have minimum population numbers yes. requirements. Big companies like that, they don't care because I could go tell Trader Joe's, hey, if you put a store in St. George, I can promise you it will be full all, all the, time. the time. And it would. If you put a Cheesecake Factory here, I know that the numbers don't support it in your in your playbook, mm-hmm. but I can promise you, you will be booked every single night for dinner and, and lunch. And but the big the, the big thing about big retail is they go off of their set numbers, whether that's traffic or population or in the average income around the around where they're looking. And St. George just doesn't hit those metrics yet. And they are really firm with that is was everything that I've been, you know, been hearing. Uh, the other uh, the other shocking, not shocking, but surprise was I mentioned that there was no hotels. There were no hotels built from 2008 or nine up to 2015. I know that was and crazy. Amount, and then all of a sudden, yeah, the amount of hotels we've gotten has been crazy. And the surprising thing is for a minute, I was like, man, these are, do we need any more? Right. But as yeah. I talked to people, how to, as I talked to people in that industry, they are full. And wow. it's it's pretty shocking, especially with you know the the nightly rental aspect of it, which is a whole other conversation to talk about. But um, but I think that uh, I think that with retail, you know, for example, talking about Red Cliffs Mall, which is I did a video with Corey Ashby in December, love, love November. Yeah, good guy. That's been one of my most popular videos recently mm-hmm. because there's this a. There's this uh, this emotional tie for people, especially that have lived that are from here, yeah. with Red Cliffs Mall, and that because they want it to be something that you know they want it to be they they want it. How do I say this? They want it to succeed. They want it to succeed. Yes. Yeah. And with malls in 2022, a lot of them aren't succeeding because retail has shifted. Yeah, big Amazon, big big retail has <laughs> yeah. has shifted, and so some of the cool things they're doing there in in attracting people with you know a number of new restaurants and a, and it really a kind of a a hangout spot is really what I think retail is going to have to do in mm-hmm. instead of because there's some people that are like oh we need a a Macy's there or a Nordstrom right. and I don't that's not that's not what's going to attract people to that mall you have to you have, retail has to think differently and. We see it with Foot Locker. I worked at Foot Locker. That was my first job uh, post-mission. I'm a shoe head. (laughs) Marty Miller, the legend. (laughs) And, you know, we saw that go out in November. And Foot Locker itself is not going anywhere, the company. It's just they've shifted to online. Their big sales are at footlocker.com probably. Yeah. And and the the thing about it, too, is, is... with the mall, and I, well, I actually had Corey on the show uh, a while back. Oh, cool! And and, and the, the truth of the matter is, they've got to offer something that you can't get online. They've got to, whether it's instant gratification, exactly. whether it's like you said, a hangout, a, a cool restaurant. You can't buy cool restaurant food on Amazon. Um, no, nope. it just doesn't happen. And so, if you have, if there's a uniqueness to it where people want to be there because they can't get it anywhere else. That's the vision Corey has. And yes. I think that's the vision that's going to work. And that's the vision you have to have. And when I, so when I talked to Corey that, and he told me that I was so excited mm-hmm. because it is, 
experiential retail has to be experiential or right. it's, or it dies. Right. Um, and that's the biggest thing you, and you nail it on the head. You can't buy experiences on Amazon. Right. And that's where with their whole restructuring of the mall in not stores. And I know some people, cause I've heard it. Some people are still like, well, what about the stores? We, mm. we need better stores. <laughs> and that's not, in the grand scheme of things for Red Cliffs Mall is not what's going to make Red Cliffs Mall any better. We have amazing, we have some amazing stores in there. You have to get the people there. And to get the people there, you need these cool restaurants. You need these cool events that they're going to put on. Yeah. And that's what I'm really excited for. Somebody just texted, asked, "What? where is C's Candies relocating? Do you know the answer to that? That I'm not sure yet. Okay. I don't know the specifics. Um, I don't know if... Corey knows specifics yet. I'm not sure if it's going to stay within and go somewhere else, or uh, I'm not sure. Don't know that answer. Cool. All right, uh, one more little break. If you'll hang around a little longer, yeah. I'd love to have you on the show, McCray. You're doing a great job. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Joe Shoney. Joe Shoney is a loan consultant. What does he do? Well, he takes care of you. He's a customer service uh, specialist. Uh, Joe Shoney has been uh, doing this for about two and a half decades here in Southern Utah. He's located right downtown. Uh, I, yeah, I highly recommend Joe because he's not one of those loan guys that's going to say, uh, here, sign this and I'll see you in three months. And then you've got to sign it at the last minute. Now, Joe is with you all along the way. Again, it's Joe Shoney loan consultant. His phone number is 435-319-8214. Uh, and then I have to do that legal thing. Joe is an MLS one two one zero four one. Welcome back. I'm Andy nine fifty one. McCray Hepler on the show with me today. Uh, I first noticed McCray. Well, like I said, I knew McCray from back in his uh, athletic days when he played for the Flyers, Dixie High boy. Uh, my Go son. Flyers. My son is about your age, a little bit younger, but uh, he played for Pineview. So, ah, yeah, sorry about that. That's <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> no, but, but, just kidding. But, uh, yeah, McCray, uh, I, I, I remember you from playing, and then you disappeared for a while, obviously went on a mission and, and went to school and things like that. But, boy, uh, lately you have been in the public eye. I noticed uh, your YouTube videos out there and, uh, and giving an outlook about, about St. George. And I think that that's the one thing that people are so worried, understandably, about water and growth and construction and crowding and this incredible surge we've had from northern Utah and California kind of at the same time, all meeting in St. George. Uh, But like you said, it seems like we're being pretty responsible about this growth. We're not overdoing it. I know some people would argue that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're overdoing it. But it seems like we're doing it the right way. Yeah. And that's where, you know, the I and I we're underbuilt. the The reality is Utah. the The country in general is underbuilt. Yeah, there's it was like under four million people looking for homes right now. Or it something. was underbuilt prior to COVID, and yeah. COVID then made it even more uh, of a of a situation. And that's why the demand isn't going to go away anytime soon, in my opinion, for housing. Yeah, and I think it was in Utah. We were like. I read something a couple months ago that we were like 50,000 homes in the state of Utah. I don't want to, I don't want to say that wrong, but we are very underbuilt and people are, and so it's a lot for some people and I completely get it. Uh, but if you don't build fast enough and enough, then the the pricing is just going to get worse and worse. You can't Mm -hmm. cut off the building. You know, I sometimes hear that if you cut off building, people are not going to stop coming here. That's when the people with money 
are going to keep coming here because it doesn't matter to them. It, it matters, but not not as much. And if we want to, if we want to uh, keep this from becoming a town where only very affluent people can live, then you cut off building. But if you don't want that, and you want people to still be able to afford living here, you have to keep building. Because if you cut off the supply and the demand continues... Well, that's the law of that, supply and demand right there. That goes pricing up, is up, just going to keep... As long as there's yeah. demand, and the, like we've been talking about, demand is not going away here. COVID changed people's perception of... Or not changed. It made people realize even more how important it is where they live and what they do for work. And St. George checks every single box for quality of life. And if you have the opportunity, and I have a brother in this situation, where you can live here and still work in Salt Lake, but you're here, really, on your computer, why not do that? And I think that, you know, in the 80s and 90s, that held people back, even early 2000s. Well, I got to be up there. I have to be close enough to my work. Now you don't. Now you don't. A lot of jobs, you don't have to. Right. And that's that's a game changer. It is a game changer. Half of Salt Lake and Orem, they want to be down here. Yeah. <laughs> so if their job allows it, they're likely going to be here. And that's and so that's where that's where the responsible growth uh, has to continue. It can't be it can't be cut off. And I understand my my family's been here since the 60s. My grandpa who doesn't get to experience it as much anymore? He's uh, mid nineties, yeah. and so he, the griping about traffic, <laughs> doesn't happen as much. But he, you know, I I understand some of the growth that is not, not the. It's there's pros and cons to it, but the pros way outweigh the cons. You know, if we were in a in a depleting county, I didn't. I wouldn't want to be there. I wouldn't want to be in a county yeah, that's not leaving. growing. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's where you just have to think abundantly. I always talk about abundant versus scarce mindset. When you think abundantly in any sense of the term, life is just way more enjoyable. And if you think about growth abundantly versus scarcely and the good that comes from growth, then, you know, even with some of these events, you know, the Ironman and St. George Marathon, and we're getting the the Iron Man from that has not left Kona, Hawaii, Ever. since 1978, yeah. and we St. George, Utah, get that this May, yeah. and I sometimes hear about how awful traffic is that that week and how it it disrupts some businesses, and I'm like, think about it, think about it abundantly, think about what that brings here, think about the the money that's infused here economically the attraction that it gains and if you think about it that way it might inconvenience you for a few days but on a grander scale everybody in this town uh whether you own a business or not benefits from those types of events and those things happening an illustration of that maybe for you mccray when when i was in high school i liked this band uh nobody had heard of the band Right, it was it was it was, it was a, a kind of a band off the beaten path. I wanted so bad for everyone to like them as much as I like them. Well, all of a sudden they had a top a top tw- top ten hit, 
everybody liked him. And I was, <laughs> I was so happy that everybody was sharing. In fact, they would come to me and say, hey, these guys have been around for 10 years. I didn't know that. These songs are good. I'm like, well, yeah, duh. Uh, but, but, but I was so happy that people could share in what I thought was really awesome. And that's kind of how St. George is. And yeah, we can complain. And I complained at the time, oh, now they're just a top four. You know, everybody loves them, whatever. But <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty darn cool that people can see how wonderful this place is that we live. Yeah. No, I love sharing it. I, yeah. I, and I've met so many cool people that have come here from either California or Northern Utah or Washington. Mm-hmm. Washington was a big one last year that what we had never really seen a consistent, I, I see it through closing. So I see, I, I, I see people coming where they're coming from. Yeah. We we're sending mobile notaries and whatnot all over the country. And one big area that we saw since COVID was Washington. And, but really from all over the country, some of the coolest and brilliant people are coming here and it's very fun to see and, and connect with them. Yeah. And they, it's, and, and so that's just the way I think. And that's the way I've always thought. But I think if you have that mentality, it's way more enjoy, enjoyable. Absolutely. Think abundantly. I love it. We're down to the last minute. Uh, someone texted a question I was going to ask you, is there a little secret, a little nugget that you can let us in on, on something that is coming here for sure. Is, can you give us a little insight, even a hint? Uh, there's another really cool restaurant on the way that it's not my understanding, not cheesecake. Uh, <laughs> unless there, I heard a rumor again about two weeks ago, but I haven't found an, uh, the actual confirmation yet. There is confirmation of another restaurant that's really cool and. I can't, but I can't say anything about it yet. It's okay. Um, you gave us a hint. That's what I asked for. And so, yeah, it, it'll be cool. He's McCray Hepler. Uh, we're going to have McCray on again because I love what you do. You're keeping a finger on the pulse of things and letting us uh, yeah, no, know I'm, what's happening. I love, I love doing this. I love talking. It's one of my favorite conversations. And so anytime you need me, I'll be here. Okay. Thank you, McCray. Thanks, Good Andy. To have you on.